Welcome to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. I am your host, Todd Fox. And this week, we have all three of the Fox boys. We got Kellen, we've got Garrett, and we've got Gannon. So all of them are here tonight. One thing we have had uh, this week is a question was, what is a skulk? So Garrett, why don't you uh, let everybody know exactly what is a skulk? Well, um, it's really just a pack of foxes. It's just a different name. Obviously, some people think a pack of wolves, but uh, it's, it's a skulk of foxes. So if you're trying to join the skulk, we're just inviting you to our pack, per se. No, you're exactly right. So I, uh, I've got a buddy of mine that's last name's Wolf, and they, they say the Wolf Pack, you know, for him and his store um, that, he, that he runs. So we are the skulk. So there's several different definitions. What I want to make sure people do is look down towards the bottom because it's not one of the very bit, bit, uh, top ones. It's, it says group of foxes. So the skulk howls away into the night. So we're gonna, that's what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be howling into the, into the night. So today is the 10th of January. So a little cold here in Oklahoma City. So we're um, got a lot to talk about. So we're going to get straight into Caleb Williams. I know we talked a little bit about it last week, but this week it's looking more and more like he probably will go to USC. But uh, we'll see there. Garrett, what uh, we'll go with Garrett first, then Kellen, then Gannon. Garrett, what are your thoughts uh, with Caleb Williams right now? Um, I can definitely see why he's considering going and most likely going because nowadays you don't ever commit to the university. You really just commit to the coaching staff or even just a single coach. And he committed to Lincoln Riley. And as much as he says he loves the fans, he only cares about himself, whether that's wrong or right. But So he's going out to most likely USC to get back with Lincoln Riley and uh, hopefully be a top pick in the 2023 draft, 2024, one of the two. But, yeah, I mean, it's pictures are circling around of him in the USC uniform, so I would imagine he's just getting some pictures taken for his announcement, but we shall see. Kill him? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with Gary. As much as I'd love for him to come back, you kind of – you can look at it one way. You could look at OU has three starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now, or you can look at it. Lincoln Riley has three starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And he might love the fans, but after watching what they did to Spencer Rattler all year while he was struggling, even while winning, he might not want fans that will boo him once he starts to struggle. And to bounce off that, it's kind of sad that we – the fans treated Spencer like that because maybe with Caleb transferring, Spencer would have considered staying with us and bouncing back. But yeah, I, if it just kind of depends. But if he want, if he likes the offense that Lincoln Riley runs, I could see him. I, I w- will not be surprised at all when he announces that he's going to the USC. But who knows? We could all be surprised. It's been a, a rocky road the past month or two. If it wasn't for Lincoln Riley leaving, we wouldn't even be debating where Caleb Williams was going. So we can't even fully be be mad at him. It's it's Lincoln Riley's doing that unraveled everything. No, I agree. And then somebody said like he could be one of the most hated guys in Oklahoma. You're talking about Kevin Durant. You're talking about Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams. I still think Kevin Durant's probably the number one, just because I think there's probably more Oklahoma Easily. City Thunder fans than there are 
Oklahoma Sooner fans personally. I mean, there's, you know, because that's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State fans joined together. Not all of them, but majority of them probably rooting for the Thunder. Probably upset with Kevin Durant. That's just probably an opinion and maybe the longer mm-hmm. it goes on. But I can tell you Lincoln Riley is right up there. Um, he's he's number one to me. I just, I just despise the guy personally. Don't know him, but not happy with him. I, I've always loved Kevin Durant. But uh, didn't like the way he left. But anyway, you guys got anything else on the subject? So moving on, last night's football game, the uh, Raiders and the Chargers. What an ending there. The Steelers sneak into the playoffs, had the game ended in a tie football game, which it almost did. Then the Steelers would not have made it, and both Chargers and Raiders would have gone. I sat there and watched that. I've never rooted for a tie. I don't like ties, but I actually was rooting for a tie. Not – not to keep the Steelers out, but just because I thought it was so interesting because the Steeler players, after their win, you know, were celebrating and, and, and probably thinking there's no way a tie is going to happen. I thought that would have been interesting. So uh, whoever wants to go first about that game, uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I don't, don't have a lot, but it's just like – I was hoping for a tie because I thought it'd be funny and like just what a inter- a weird way to get both teams into the playoffs. And then, honestly, I was kind of rooting for the Chargers anyway. I, I don't mind. I have no problem with the Raiders, but I, I love Herbert. He, he just seems like a good young quarterback, so I've been rooting for him. But I'm also not a big Steelers fan, so I didn't, wouldn't have minded if they didn't sneak their way in, but – I don't know. I didn't expect a tie, but then like towards the end of that game, it's like, wow, this could actually happen. And all it took, all it would have taken was one missed field goal and both those teams would be in the playoffs. But I don't know. It would have been crazy. Um, It's impressive that the Raiders snuck into the playoffs this year with all the stuff they've dealt with and all the players, some of their players getting arrested and coach getting fired, or I guess he resigned, but it's crazy that they uh, they snuck their way in, but they they've been been doing pretty well. We'll see how far they go in. I've um, seen rumors that if it wasn't for was it Brandon Staley calling the timeout on that last drive, Las Vegas was ready to kneel it and ready just to take the tie and both go to the playoffs. But because of the timeout, they ended up like, well, they're kind of handing this game. They're at least giving us a chance at it. So they went ahead and just. Drove down the field. There was a couple of third down conversions, key ones. I really decided the game in overtime. But yeah, like Kellen said, I definitely was rooting for a tie just because I prefer the Chargers and the Raiders over the Steelers. I'm just not the biggest Steelers fan, even though I used to be as a kid. But yeah, no, I was very upset with the outcome because it was just going to be crazy once in a lifetime. But yeah, no, it was. Either way, it was a crazy game, especially the ending of regulation. I was going to say, what Gary did mention at the start about the Raiders being, like, planned to kneel, Derek Carr did say after. He was like, the timeout obviously changed what they were planning, but he was meaning that as in just the play calls. I don't think he was meaning the tie. I don't know whether or not they should kind of, like, want the tie almost because you still want to win. You you need to play for something because the tie is kind of – not forfeiting, but just not really playing for the right reasons. But you saw like a clip of Justin Herbert as they called that final timeout. He, you can see him say he's like, I've never wanted a tie so bad, partially because they're going to about to lose. But still tough, though. Nobody wants to see Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs over Justin Herbert, who's been historical 
already in his career. Yeah, I think that's the the sad thing that happened is missing out on Justin Herbert. I think he's a fantastic quarterback, uh, up and coming guy that's probably going to be one of the top guys in the next few years coming up. Whenever some of these other guys, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, retire if Tom Brady ever retires. But yeah, I think that uh, Roethlisberger getting another shot in the playoffs. I think they're gonna. I think they're obviously going to lose. Now, I did hear today on the uh, radio. I don't know how accurate it is, but if the Raiders would have tied, they would have played Kansas City instead of Cincinnati. So, you know, who would you rather play? I'd rather play Cincinnati probably than Kansas City. But Cincinnati's really good right now, which we can, uh, you know, get into some of that here uh, shortly as well. But some of the um, some of the records this season, some of the seventeen game records. What are your all thoughts on that? Because uh, was it twenty? Was it twenty-two and a half sacks that T.J. Watt had tied Michael Strahan? And what are your thoughts on seventeen game season and records? I think the records lose kind of value, almost in a sense, kind of without context. You have to look at the games played and the averages. Like I'd get, take a guy who has two less games and maybe a couple hundred less yards because he's obviously playing better, likely chance at least. So I don't know. I think the records don't really – having the record isn't as important as having 15 to 17 games played with being top five in the statistic. Yeah, I think uh, – I think that it just kind of depends. I think if you look at the average on the season, I think that's kind of how the stats should be looked at now is he averaged this many sacks a game for the season. And because like – Yes, T.J. Watt only played 15 games, but I think it's still something to be said if, if Michael Strahan did play all the games because that is something that's changed the, in the last few years is play, players missing a lot more games than they used to. But, like, I also think if, if they break the record in week in week 17, then it's impressive. But there was, there was like, I want to say seven or eight pretty big records broken yesterday because of – because it was week 17. If they would have broke it before that, I think it would have been different. But I don't know. It's interesting. But you like I go. I think of Adrian Peterson, who was like six yards short, and he would have he would have probably shattered that record pretty well if he had another game to play. But it's fine. And here in the next 15, 20 years, all the all their old records will be gone, and it'll just be guys breaking the records that have been being broken right now. So we'll see it. It's interesting, but I think you just, in my in my opinion, you just got to look at the average per games, and that'll kind of tell you how impressive of a record it actually is. Yeah, I think average for sure. Totals with like records, like the total set, I think is kind of the worst way to measure all that stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely lost its value. Like Gannon said, for me, it's mainly just looking at their receiving yards or passing. I mean, that's why it's so impressive to see some of these old guys back in the 80s and even 90s in there in the receiving yards or passing yards because it was just a totally different game. And you look at it back then, those guys were difference makers. And now it's just like, oh, you have Cooper Cup going off, but it's just normal. Like, even though it was still a great, amazing season, but back in the day, that would have been historical. But I think, yeah, you got to look at it from an extra week, but also just the game changing. So – 
No, I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, what's interesting is like OJ Simpson's, he had 2003 yards with 14 games. Eric Dickerson broke it in the 16 game schedule. Now got 17 games play, being played. I, I guarantee you, well, I shouldn't say guarantee, but I think, you know, within five, 10 years, it'll probably be an 18th game. Um, personally, that'd be another thing we can debate and talk about at some point. I think there needs to be an 18 game schedule. And I think there needs to be two bye weeks jumped in there. You mean 18 I mean, weeks or 18 games? 18 games plus two bye weeks, mean 20 weeks of football. First off, for fantasy mm-hmm. football, would be great, right? And then having the having the Super Bowl towards the end of February would be even better to me, right? You know, right before all the March craziness happens for the March Madness, things like that. But um, what's interesting is like Cooper Cup, he came up however many yards, how many yards short? Does anybody remember? I think it was like 36 or something like that. Yeah, came up short. Who, who Whose record was he trying to break? Do you remember? Calvin, Calvin Johnson. Johnson. And I think yeah. he was also just a couple of receptions short of Michael Thomas's as well. Yeah, so Calvin Johnson, Cooper Cup, what do they have in common? Do you all remember? Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford. isn't that weird? Matt Stafford threw to two of the receivers with the most receiving yards. That's pretty impressive. So, again, did you got something? We, I was going to say, I think there should be another bye week, even with just 17 games. Sure. I was going to ask what you guys thought about that. I think it would be great. I think that would help with injuries because as we kind of saw with like the NBA, whenever they – after the bubble and they had less time off, a lot more injuries that year. than And then the NFL had a lot more injuries because of the less practice and like they were all a little more out of shape. Like there was a lot of injuries really quick that season. So I think two bye weeks would help a lot with injuries and just rest. And if you go to 18 games, you for sure you need you're gonna need two bye weeks. But that would be that would be fun. It'd take football to go by a little little less quickly. So that'd be nice because it's already almost over and it's kind of sad. And we start the countdown again. So a lot of the players, from what I hear, don't want to play the extra games. You know, which I I mean it's it's on their it's physical on their bodies and things of that nature. Obviously, NFL wants to make revenue, make money. I thought about this the other day, which is a very interesting thing. Just think of their 18 games played. But every coach, you, you, but a player could only play in, let's say, 16 or 17, regardless of injury. 16 or 17 games, what, strate- what strategy would it play into it to where you rest? I think I'm going to rest Dak Prescott against the New York Giants this week because I think we're going to still be able to beat him with our uh, backup or you know what I mean how how interesting I don't know how they would do it I just think it'd be very interesting from a strategy aspect um, any thoughts think it's crazy I think you'd definitely see more money being tossed at some backup quarterbacks that's for sure that's all I was about to say people would be investing a lot more in like their depth rather than just being top heavy with like right. four star starters and that's mainly it no, I totally agree I think it'd be pretty cool because you'd see teams trying to go all out. And if they clinch that first round by early enough, then yeah, they can rest in the last two weeks. But if, if they play their cards wrong and they're trying to fight for a playoff spot, then all of a sudden they've started their, their quarterback every game and they got to bench him the last two weeks and might cost them a playoff spot. I think it could be, I don't know. This is the first I've heard of that idea, but I feel like that's pretty, that'd be pretty interesting, honestly. And that might be a way that you could do the 18 games and keep the players happy and just, add a whole nother realm and that kind of help with the record deal too. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? 
All right, so moving on real quick, um, head coaching changes today. Several were made. Um, Vic Fangio was out from Denver. That would happen a uh, day or two ago. Brian Flores from Miami. Matt Nagy from Chicago. Mike Zimmer out. I know Fangio had three years coaching and 19 wins, 30 losses. Flores, three years, 24 wins, 25 losses. Matt Nagy, four years, 34 wins, 31 losses. I know he had a couple losses, I think, also in the playoffs. And then Mike Zimmer was there eight years, 72 wins, 56 losses, one tie. Interesting. Um, you look through those, they're all missing a, a stellar quarterback. I mean, probably the best quarterback out of that group um, will probably um, be Minnesota's quarterback cousins, maybe. I don't know. That could be debatable. But there's four coaching changes out. I think there's still four guys maybe on the hot seat. Joe Judge, Pete Carroll, David Coley, maybe. he's only, He's got one year. Matt Rule possibly, but I don't think they've signed him to such a big contract. I don't think they can let him go, but coaching changes, which, uh, any, any thoughts to it as well, Garrett, I'll have, I'll have you go first and then Kellen and then Gannon, but on the coaching changes, uh, any thoughts that you might have? And then which jobs do you think from top to bottom of those four between we got Denver, Miami, Chicago, and Minnesota, who, who, which ones do you think one to four best jobs? I would say, for one, I mean, we all know Brian, Brian Flores was a big shocker. I mean, if you take out that first year, he's got a very decent winning record and with a pretty bad team. He kind of turned that team around last year. I know they were supposed to be even worse than they were, and they made a playoff push at the end. But, um, yeah, I think that was a big shocker. Everybody knew Nag Nagy was gone. Um, everyone knew Zimmer was gone but last couple of weeks, but – I would say the best job would probably be Denver. Um, I think they're just a quarterback away from – and not even like an Aaron Rodgers caliber. I'm saying just a above-average quarterback away from being a very good Super Bowl contender even, even in that division. Um, worst, though, I mean, it has to be Chicago. I know you have Justin Fields in the future with him, but he has yet to do anything to prove it. And then that defense is getting older and older. They have no offensive line help. They have no receivers. They got a decent running back, but that doesn't mean anything in the NFL anymore. But, yeah, I would say Denver is probably the best for me if I was a head coach. If I was the head coach, I'd probably I – I'd look towards Raiders. I mean, they're a team – they're they're at a different boat for what happened to their coach, but they're they're a team that's in the playoffs without their coach right now. Um, I would also look at Dolphins, except for the fact that a coach that just had two seasons in a row got fired, and that's kind of like kind of scary a little bit. I think it was a lot of they just said it was a lot of like communication and a lot of being on the same page is why he ended up getting fired. But yeah, I don't know. I'd, I Jaguars wouldn't be bad just because they do have hopefully a quarterback that can perform i was never a big trevor lawrence fan but he also had it probably his best game of the year yesterday of course against the colts so it's i don't know i, w I was shocked that flores got fired just like we said he had a winning record uh, i'm shocked that joe judge i believe is that his name for giants didn't get fired just i don't know he just seemed to be not not care and i understand they got nothing to they, they got nothing to to win for when they do a 
a quarterback sneak on third and nine, but they also have nothing to lose. So like, just do something. I don't know. Fangio or however you say his name, he, I'm not surprised there. Also, because like when they asked him about what, why, about being last in the division, he talks about he doesn't have a superstar quarterback. And yes, he doesn't have a, a car or a Mahomes or a Roethlisberger, but you can't really, as a coach, you can't say that about your players. That's going to be kind of a challenge for what you're going and applying for new coaching jobs. And nobody really wants somebody like that. But I don't know if I was a head coach, I'd be looking, I'd probably be looking at Raiders personally, but who knows? Another thing about Miami is you just got to look at that division too. I mean, you got the Buffalo Bills who were, everyone was expecting them to be challenged the chiefs for the top spot. But I mean, they're definitely on an incline and new England. If Mac Jones is the real deal, which he looked more like it than any other rookie quarterback or even second-year quarterbacks if you put them in there besides Burrow maybe. But, I mean, leading that team to the playoffs, that's a tough division, even though I chose Denver, who's with Mahomes and Carr and Herbert. I don't think Carr is going to be there too much longer. Mahomes, I mean, he can only be this good for that long. If he is this good for that long, then that's scary, but – and then, yeah, Herbert, we just haven't seen him win those have-to-win games yet. But Obviously, you guys already said the floor. Is it Flores or Flores? Flores. Flores, okay. But it's surprising, but, like, even in 2019, when he had a 5-11 and record, he was still a decent head coach. Like, the record never really did him full justice, I don't think. Because, like, even at their worst with him, they still, you could still see flashes and good signs of him, but I, I don't know. I'd probably say Denver with Gary because they at least know how. Like, I think they're doing a good job running the whole thing, too. You'd get the right surroundings that you would like as a head coach around you, and other places haven't done that in years. So, no, I agree. I, uh, I can, you know, you forget Raiders' coaching job was even open. You completely honestly forget about some of that stuff but yeah i think uh i would probably rank them still man that'd be tough because because i mean you gotta have to go against Mahomes, herbert um which i think for years are gonna be some good uh good guys right there so i mean denver still is a good job i think they could get a, a i don't know i'm not saying he's going but like a russell wilson or somebody in there and probably win instantly so that's probably number one to me Two would probably be the Raiders if I was throwing the Raiders in there too. Um, man, Miami, Minnesota, Chicago, I guess maybe I don't know. I could I could flip flop Minnesota, Miami, perhaps I'm not sure, but it'd be very interesting. I don't know. You hear Jim Harbaugh's name, Ryan Day. Um, Jim Harbaugh, I know he did a decent job at San Francisco 49ers. Ryan Day, Ohio State. He's got some NFL ties. He's play, he's coached in the NFL before. From Ohio State, my personal opinion, and why would you leave Ohio State? They, I mean, you, you're king there. I think you can continue to win. Um, I, the Miami Dolphins owner, uh, Stephen Ross, came out today and said that he was not going to take Michigan guy. Um, he was going. He was not going to uh, take away uh, Harbaugh from Michigan. I guess he's a he's a Michigan guy. Loves Michigan. So I could. He's see still Harbaugh. involved in the school. Yeah, I could see Harbaugh going to. Uh, maybe Chicago. I thought Miami at first because I don't know if you guys – you guys are probably too young to remember, but it was between Miami or 49ers where Harbaugh was going to go the last time. So, 
Gary, what are your thoughts? I mean, if I was going to be pick between the two, I think it'd be Harbaugh all day, just because we've, like you said earlier, we've seen him in the NFL head coach, did a really good job in San Francisco. Um, and he kind of did turn around Michigan. I mean, we saw what a great run they had this year. Took him a few years longer than everyone expected, but college is just a different, it's different. But, and then Ryan Day, I know he's a great head coach, an amazing recruiter, but I mean, what has he done, really? I mean, he's beat Michigan four out of five times or something like that. And then he did, hasn't even won a championship with the teams he's had. So I think you have to look at it from that perspective, too. So I would definitely choose Harbaugh because Ryan Day, like I said, a great recruiter, but it's also just the name of the school that really catches these athletes' um, eyes. Hopefully this year, Eric Bieniemy will get a job from the guy from uh, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I think if he goes somewhere, then I think Matt Nagy probably just plugs right back into Kansas City. That's where he came from uh, before. So that'd be my thought process. But um, so playoffs are getting ready to start. The playoffs. What games? What game or games? Couple of games or which or, or one game excites you guys the most? Kellen, what's your thoughts? Um, I'm. I've been looking at. A couple of different games that are exci- more exciting, at least in the first round. I'm interested to watch this Bills and Patriots game. I've been kind of rooting for the Bills. I got nothing against them. It's just kind of fun to watch a team you don't usually see. And they're just a good all-around team. doesn't seem like anything crazy. But I'm also interested to see Mac Jones in, in, in the playoffs on his rookie year. He, It could go either way. I think Bills would probably end up winning that game. But – it could go either way, so it'll be interesting. But I'm also interested to watch this Bengals and Raiders game. I think Bengals win. I, I, I just don't see Bengals losing, but I, it'll be fun to watch Burrow in a, in a playoff game. But other than that, no bad games, but they all – nothing quite as interesting in any of the other games, in my opinion. But I'll be, I'll be watching as much of them as I can. I think I was already going to mention the Buffalo-New England game. I think that would be a lot closer than what a lot of people are kind of imagining in their head. I think it could be an upset. I'm not going to say it will. I don't think it would be. But I think that's probably the most risky one, kind of like a trap game almost. Uh, also, the the Arizona-Rams game is the one I'm really looking forward to, though. I think that will be a good matchup. We saw them obviously twice in the regular season. But – some good players, good teams, all in the playoffs right there, and that, and just those two teams. So, number one, obviously, being Dallas and San Francisco. I mean, it's just a rematch of the '80s. I can't wait to see just kind of the stories they tell during the game and all that. If Troy is calling the game, that'll be an exciting one. But um, I would say, like Gannon said, the Cardinals Rams. I mean, we've seen them play twice, but they split, and then. I, I don't know. I'd have to double check this, but I think it's been a couple of years since they've both been in the playoffs. I'd have to look, but yeah, for some of these teams, it's they've first time in the playoffs for a couple of years, especially Cincinnati. They're going to be since Dalton and AJ green were playing decent, but yeah, uh, top of my list is obviously Dallas and San Francisco. Yeah. Of my, of mine, Dallas, San Francisco is number one, obviously because I'm you know not only a Cowboy fan, but all the, 
great wins we had against those guys in the 90s um, with Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin. You know, they did beat us one time. But great rivalry back then. And that's the game that really broke my heart in the 80s uh, with Danny White at quarterback when Joe Montana hit Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone on the catch. Um, but that was that's the game I think I most lo- like, most forward-looking to. I think it'll be the most real exciting. Taking that off – my next one would be the Raiders and Cincinnati. I love Cincinnati. I love Joe Burrow. You guys know how much I, I love his quarterback play. I love what he's doing. I think he throws a great deep ball. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins. I mean, all these guys. I think that is going to be an outstanding game. You got some rematches, you know, New England, Buffalo, and you've got Arizona and Los Angeles. Those are some good games. I think Philadelphia and Tampa Bay played each other earlier in the part of the year, too. So, Let's go to some predictions now. I'm going to go through, and we'll start with Gannon, then we'll go to Kellen, then we'll go to Garrett um, for the first one. Cincinnati at – or, I'm sorry, Las Vegas at Cincinnati. I say Cincinnati on that one. Kellen? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, I think Cincinnati – I think that's going to be a good game there too, and I think Cincinnati will win that game. Um, this is all Saturday on the 15th, another Saturday game. Uh, New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Gannon? I'm going to say safe pick on the Bills. I think New England can definitely upset them, though. I think it could be an interesting game, but Bills should win this game. I'm going to go uh, Bills as well, but it's, it's like one of those games. It's like, are we really going to bet against Bill Belichick, especially in the first round of the playoffs, even with a rookie quarterback? But yeah, I think Bills are just the better all around team for sure, especially at quarterback. Yeah, I, uh, my heart says Buffalo. My head says Bill Belichick will figure out a way because he always does. Against, um, but I'm still going with my heart. I'm going to say Buffalo. So Sunday games. Philadelphia at Tampa Bay, Gannon. Tampa Bay probably stomps him. I see Tampa Bay making it out of the first round. Tampa Bay, for sure. Yeah, Tampa Bay as well. I think Jalen Hurts back to Philadelphia brings an added dimension, uh, but not good, not enough for, ta- ta- for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Uh, Dallas hosting the 49ers, Gannon. Dallas. I'm going to go Dallas. Is Trey Lance going to start, or is it going to be Garoppolo? It'll be Garoppolo. Okay, then I'm going Dallas for sure. Dallas. Dallas as well. Yeah, barring any kind of COVID, anything, you know, I think Dallas should win. I think the Dallas will win, but that'll be tough. I mean, San Francisco's good. They're probably one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Debo Samuel, I mean, I like him a lot. I'm not going to like him this coming up Sunday or uh, Garoppolo for that matter, but I hope the Cowboys win and I think they will win uh, coming back. So then the night game on Sunday night, we got Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City smokes them. I think Patrick Mahomes lights it up. Not even a close game. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Chiefs just kill them. Yeah, like Dan said, I think Holmes lights him up, and I think Ben shows his age. I mean, it's a sad way to go, but I would also expect Chiefs to just blow him out of the water. Yeah, Kansas City's going to win this ball game. Uh, hopefully it'll be over by halftime, but you never know. It'll be interesting. I hope 
I'd like to see uh, Bryn Roethlisberger throw a touchdown pass for his last pass, kind of like Tony Romo ever did, um, you know, as they're trying to come back and win, but Kansas City's too strong. And then a Monday night playoff game, which is very impressive, very interesting. That's going to be cool to see. Arizona at the Los Angeles Rams. Gannon? I'm going to Los Angeles. I love the Cardinals, but I think coaching makes a difference here. I'm going Los Angeles. I'm, I'm kind of torn on this one because it is Matt Stafford, and I just feel like we don't have a good history with him being clutch, but I feel like the Cardinals have been struggling in the second half of the season, but I'm going Arizona, though. I'm still I'm going Arizona for the win on this one, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll also go um, Arizona. I mean, like I said earlier, we've seen the game split this season, but I think Kyler Murray's legs are just too much, and – I think Hopkins will be back too. So that'll be a key, key uh, get for Kyler. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. That's probably the biggest toss up game right there. Um, I'm not sold on Matt Stafford. Um, Sean McVay lost the very first game ever that he's leading at halftime this, this past week. Um, I've so far I've gone with all the home teams. I know it's not going to, it's probably not going to even happen like that. But if there's going to be an upset, I think it's going to be Arizona in this game. I think it's going to be the one that uh, upset happens. So, what uh, what you guys have for dinner tonight, Garrett? What would you uh, what'd you eat? I uh, door dashed uh, wing stop. I got uh, some mild wings and some dry rub, lemon pepper, and also hot take. I got some blue cheese for them as well. So. I know there's quite a bit of people around here who think that's just absolutely disgusting, but it is oh so delicious. Dry dry rub. I'm just not sure about the dry rub. It's good. It's good. Their fries are good. I like their fries. They got pretty good tasting fries. Are you getting fries? I did get some fries. A little bit of honey mustard on the side as well. Smacking. Kellen, what'd you have? I have not partaken in dinner yet uh i had a late lunch I, I went and bought a couch and i didn't finish that up till around 2 2 30 went up to a red's hamburger diner north side and it, it's a, a little 50s 50s style diner it's a pretty good little little cheeseburger uh cheeseburger milkshake fries but i'm not sure i'm supposed to hit the gym after this and then i'll probably just maybe make some stir fry or something i got frozen in the freezer we'll see i don't, I don't know the night's still young when you say hit the gym, are you actually going to go in there and work out, or are you just going to do a drive-by? Or he's going to go I'll by, probably like take make a picture a, in there, and then yeah, I'll probably make a lap around around the gym, kind of <laughs> look at the weights a little bit, make a plan for next time. <laughs> Have you not had a burrito enchilada style in a while? Uh, it's been about a year, and I I learned some things about Mexican Villa that kind of makes me not want to go back. And that's just fantastic. It's, yeah, I I won't I won't do do the dishonor of roasting them on this podcast because i know we're gonna have all the ozark people listening and uh, i don't know if you want to know i'm sure you, you can you, you can uh, hit me up on twitter you can ask me and i'll, I'll I, I might respond we'll see but yeah I, I can't go back that is fantastic for those of you who don't know kellen uh does live in springfield missouri he'll be getting married here in april moving to atlanta georgia and Garrett will get married in May, graduating college in May. And then Gannon will be graduating high school here soon and then going to college somewhere. Not sure where yet. 
Um, Gannon, what about you? I, well, I mean, I know what you had to dinner. We had the same thing, but what do you think? Yeah, about? we had the same thing. Did, I think, did mom say she cooked the steak in the air fryer? I thought it was still good, though. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, she had the fries, some kind of seasoning and salt on there. Pretty tasty. I had yeah, a tomato. Can, can mom hear us right now? She, it's, it's possible that she might be able to hear. She'll be able to hear through the podcast, but yeah, it's possible. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we always like to have the steak whenever Garrett leaves. Garrett just left <laughs> a couple of days ago, go back to college. So we, uh, well, that's well if it's not peppercorn, Gary's not going to eat it. Garrett, were you going to say something to Ma? <laughs> no, no. You going to say something bad about her or something? I mean, no. That's, not very, that's not smart either. This is a podcast, so I don't know what, what you're thinking. So, Wait, did, you, did you not want me to read this text out loud that you just sent me, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just put that uh, all over social media. So we the the podcast talks about, we, talk, we want to talk about some food, some sports, some movies. Any So you guys all have seen, we don't want to give up any spoilers, but the Spider-Man movie, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, we all saw it, you know, but... Kellen, I mean, Gary, you saw it three times. Gannon, once. Once, yeah. And Kellen, I don't know how many you've seen it. Twice. How many? Twice. Yeah, so you guys, I'm assuming you guys like the movie. Pretty good movie. I don't know if it's my favorite Spider-Man movie, but it's definitely the biggest Spider-Man movie. And I I did enjoy it. I had no no complaints about it. So who's the Spider-Man who would you guys say is his biggest uh, enemy, his biggest rival? Who, who would Spider-Man's guy be of all of them? I mean, Green Goblin, obviously, but... I don't know if it's obviously, but, you know. Who, yeah, that's who, I'd pro. Doctor, what is it, Ock and Sandman and some dude that turned into a toad or whatever that was, some lizard or whatever, lizard man. <laughs> lizard yeah it's just a lizard yeah uh i mean green goblin is typically thought of as his his arch nemesis but it's debatable like if you want to go biggest baddest scariest i'd go carnage not the movie carnage but the comic book carnage is pretty pretty brutal no clue what you're talking about i think venom deserves a mention too oh yeah it's kind of like the opposite of him in a sense in some comics right well yeah i was thinking I was thinking Venom, but Carnage is like Venom's son, Venom on another level. So Venom and Spider-Man have to team up to defeat Carnage in the comic books, and that that's just what makes him so insane. Yeah, kind of like you three are my uh, complete opposites, right? Yeah, we all we all kind of know a little bit about modern day sports, and you're kind of <laughs> stuck stuck in the past. Hey, I still watch old YouTube TV shows or t- uh, sports games because that's what living living in the past. So, well, guys, that's uh, that's going to do it for tonight. What we'll uh, we'll have another podcast sometime next week. So I know there'll be a lot of people looking for this. Several number of spots. It's on Garrett. Gar- where are we all at? We're on what Apple. We got Apple, we got CastBox, Google, um, Spotify, Anchor, and then Overcast, I think. I saw someone listen to it on that. I don't remember us being on there, but somehow we are. So, yeah, we got plenty of plenty of options. We got social media, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, and we have a website as well. So, 
All right. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Until next next time, everybody, enjoy and join the Skulk.